Fix It Jesus. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. You know, sometimes that intro goes on for what feels like days and weeks before I come on. Today was one of those days, especially when I have with me one of my dearest and closest friends. I'm talking about uh, Jenny Stewart, who is the Paranormal Research and Resource Society, PRRS, online at prrsociety.org, the founder of this wonderful Paranormal Research and Resource Society that is my favorite paranormal, my go-to paranormal team whenever I have any clients or anybody that has a little spooky things happen in their house and on their land. Jenny and her team continue uh, to just do wonderful things. She's dedicated her entire life to the paranormal, uh, and that life is so important to all of us, which we're going to talk about today, and some of our favorite Christmas memories and uh, how to keep the peace during the holidays. But without further ado, let's give her a warm welcome. You see her around the country at various functions. She's working on a, a little book, which is going to be on the New York Times bestseller list next year. So many wonderful things to talk about. She's the 22-time People's Choice Award nominee for Best Paranormal Female in a Drama Series, and we hope she finally wins this year. She's kind of like the Susan Lucci of the People's Choice Awards. Let's welcome her. She loves her intros. Let's welcome back our sister, Jenny Stewart. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. You always do such a good job with the intros. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody likes them. Some people think I go too far, but I don't think there is a such – I don't think you really can go too far when you're trying to have – especially when you have someone on that you really adore. Well, I, I think they're cute. I really do. I, it, it kind of, when I first uh, started doing radio and I would I – would, you know, I had my own radio show, and I would go to other people's radio shows. I would always feel really awkward when they would start doing the intro, and it, you know, talking. You know, here's Jenny Sir, blah blah blah. And I'd be like, I don't know. I was really like intimidated by it for some reason. I was like, I'm scared of that lady. It can be. It, uh-huh. it can be. It, it can be. But luckily, um, we're so grateful you're here today. So happy and, and thankful that you're still here because two years ago this month was one of those moments where you really had to fight to stay here. Of course, we're talking about two years ago this month, Jenny had a, a, a terrifying um aneurysm and stroke and pneumonia all in the course of a couple of weeks. And then guess what happens right before Christmas? Miss Thang leaves the hospital, goes home, has Christmas with her family. If that is not a Christmas miracle, then there never really was one to begin with. It was. I mean, do you think back at that and think, oh, my God, I can't believe I made it through? You know, for me, it's kind of, I look back and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I had a ruptured brain aneurysm. It, it's not even the... You know, it's not even the fact that, you know, I I do, I, I am very humbled by the fact that I did receive, you know, a gift of life 
again. But it's kind of like, wow. I, you know, because I never thought I'd go for anything like that because up until that point, I never really had anything that was that, you know, serious. But I think more about the four days. You know, I try to remember – I try to remember those four days that, you know, I just don't remember, and, and it, I don't think it ever come, and hopefully one day I'll finally give up and go, you know what, I'm just not going to remember it. Just not going to remember it, right, right. And maybe that's for the best in some way. You know, I have to relive through that pain again. So that could be some sort of a universal gift um, for all of your service to spirit, for all of your good work, because, you know, you really have dedicated your – uh, the great percentage of your life to the paranormal. And, of course, this time of year, there's a lot of people that, that will call you and say, okay, there's there's stuff going on in my house. And, you know, of course, there's always mm-hmm. people that want to know, you know, could this be my husband that, I, that died earlier this year? Could this be my son that passed away a decade ago? Um, how important is it when you are doing paranormal investigations to, to really determine the specifics of who and what is in the house? Oh God, it's really important because uh, there's there's different steps and there's different things that you do for different types of hauntings. You know, if it's a loved one, a family member. I mean, a lot of times when it's a loved one, a family member, but just me as a medium uh, sharing some unfinished business with, you know, the dead or the living normally can resolve that. Um, you know, if it's an earthbound that's lost, you know, that can be easily rectified. But you, you have to be careful because... When you start getting in, in, into malevolent, you know, demonic things, which are not very common, uh, but but they are becoming more common. When you start, you know, getting into that, you have to be careful with how you handle it because if not, you're going to just, you know, make it really seriously worse for the homeowner. Mhm. And 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 something that you just said, which I found to be very uh, interesting, and hopefully you can expand on a little bit further. And I know a lot of people have listened or listening to this and probably caught that when you said that yes, the the, the uh, demons or you know demonic possession and, and that sort of thing is very rare. You said it's becoming more and more That's not right. so rare. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because more and more people are talking about it and bringing that topic to the mainstream of conversation, or is there actually more cases of possession and demonic activity that we just don't know about? I think as more people have grown. As more people have become grown to become more interested in the paranormal and and wanting to be involved in the paranormal, I think that a there's a lot more people doing things in their own homes or you know out mm-hmm. you know some cemeteries and things like that where they're they're calling up on spirit to talk to them. They don't understand what they're doing. They're leaving. You know, there's a lot of doorways that have been left open, and the veil spinning. Um, I think because of the as society is, you know, kind of becoming a little bit more, um, you know, I think there's a, you know, a, the negativity, the scale, you know, because we look at it as, you know, because there has to be that balance of good versus evil. And I think that right now it's kind of like there's a lot of negativity in the world. And I think that's drawing because like energy attracts like energy. So I think, I think that's, it's, you know, it's a lot of different factors. But I think the fact that people are, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, I was at an event one time and um, somehow I ended up sitting at the table right next to this group of uh, younger guys and, you know, group of, it was younger kids that, you know, oh, they kept talking about having this uh, this demonic box thing, this mirror box, and every case that they talked about was demonic. And I finally just said something to him because I was getting tired of hearing it. Good. But, 
Yeah. You know, I think as people, because there's a lot of people think it's really cool, you know, oh, I've got to, you know, I've got to get noticed in the paranormal so I can say I have a demon that I'm chasing and, you know, somebody will notice me. And it, it's dangerous. It really is. It's very dangerous. And you have those that, that just go on TV for ratings, and, and some of them are fantastic actors, I have to say. Some of them really should be in a movie. Uh, and I know that's, mm-hmm. of course, another conversation that really gets you very annoyed and very, very upset when you see people, you know, behaving so poorly like that. And it really does bring down the whole community, doesn't it, when certain people act like mm-hmm. that. We're not talking about anybody in particular, Zach Bacon's ghost adventures, but, you know, just saying, you know, <laughs> that. You think in particular. Um, <laughs> Nobody in particular, um, but anyway, one of the things that I want now does being a grandmother make you enjoy Christmas more? Does that bring out your inner child more? Are you are you finding that being a grandmother um, is bringing out the Christmas spirit more in you? It wears me out more because um, I, <laughs> well, I have I have two two grandchildren and then two step-grandchildren and, you know, and I, I really don't, when it comes to Christmas, I treat any of them any differently. And then I have stepchildren and my own children and then, you know, my extended family. And, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy watching the kids and being able to buy things for them. But like, like right now, you would never know it, but I'm actually sitting with my granddaughter today. You don't even hear her talking. <laughs> oh, that's a Christmas miracle. Two miracles in two years. Wow. Wow. I know. And that's that's really something. She's very dramatic. I love to hear her talk. I love to, to listen to her tell her, her oh. story. She'll be six in January. Who could she and get that from, I wonder? She, well, and she's very Who could she get her dramatic skills from? Do I? I said, I wonder who she gets her dramatic skills and abilities from. Oh, I don't know. Those I must have been passed down, but I don't know either. It's a mystery. It's a big, big, big mystery. What, what's one of your favorite Christmas memories looking back? You know, it's a, it's a family Christmas holidays and times that you – but before you say that, I just want to send a message out to anybody. You know, we had a little issue the other day, you know, with saying Christmas on the show, and some people wrote in and were, you know, really offended that we said Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, to those people – Happy holidays. But we still say Merry Christmas. If you're offended to the channel, you know, in our house, it's Merry Christmas. And I think we mm-hmm. should be able to celebrate the holiday that we choose if you don't choose Christmas. Whatever holiday you're celebrating, it's all about love. I think we, we kind of all want the same thing. So there's no reason for uh, anyone People to be offended if we don't mention the particular up. holiday you're celebrating. People need to loosen up. People are get so they're so sensitive and and so offended so easily anymore. I'm I'm I want to say, having given been given a gift of being able to continue to live, and I live every second that way. You know, you have to stop playing the small stuff and just loosen up and let you know. Look at there's there's a lot more happier things that you can embrace in life than, you know, whether we call it Christmas or are you know the holidays. So anyway. Right. That's that's right. That's thank you for saying that because it's always it's always good when you know, we agree on every tweet we don't do anyway, but that's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for, for sharing that. And we hope everybody is absolutely enjoying our little broadcast today. If you're just now joining us, this is Christopher Reburn with a beautiful, wonderful uh Ginny Stewart from the Paranormal Research and Resources Society. You can find more information online at prrsociety.org. Also Paramania Radio, one of the best well, probably the only that we really care about. Uh, 
paranormal, all paranormal radio. It's awesome all the time. So check that out as well. So the question, getting back to the Christmas memories, what's one of your favorite holiday memories as a child? Um, any kind of memory that you can remember from back in that time that you still remember today that you yourself have tried to uh, see through your grandchildren and trying to do some of those same things that you remember holidays that you enjoyed. I think for me, I think um, the the first, I, I was very small. Um, I, I think I was like in maybe kindergarten or first grade with my dad. I think it was in kindergarten. When my dad left my mom and we ended up having to move in with my grandparents. And then ultimately my mom got a job and um, it was a part-time job and we moved into our own apartment. And the first year that he was gone, we, we were on our own. We really didn't have a Christmas week. My uh, cousin and my uncle brought a Christmas tree over on Christmas Eve because it was, um, you know, they got, they would, whoever wanted them for free could come get them at the Christmas tree light. And we tied it to the banister, the stair banister with a shoestring. And uh, we hung, you know, we cut out paper and hung our own on them. It was a, it was a beautiful tree. But the following year, we would always have uh, Christmas Eve with my grandparents and, you know, the rest of the family. We went to my grandparents' house, and after everybody had left, because my mother didn't drive, my grandfather would have to take us home. And my grand- my mom had went downstairs, or my grandfather went downstairs first, and he'd come up, and he had a toy. Then my mom went downstairs, mm. and she had a toy. And the year before, we really didn't, you know, get any, any Christmas presents at all. I think maybe two years, we hadn't really gotten anything for Christmas, hardly, maybe one toy, but all of a sudden, you know, we followed them downstairs, and there there was, like, half of the basement was full of oh. Christmas presents hmm. for me and my sisters. Wow. And, you know, this is Santa had dropped them off. Oh. He had so many, he had to drop them off early. And it wasn't the fact that we had gotten all those Christmas presents. To me, I really believe in my heart back then, you know, and I believe, you know, because of Santa, that because oh, yeah. I didn't complain, my sisters and I didn't complain, and we made the most of our little homely Christmas tree that we tied to the banister, and, you know, it was memorable. But I felt like because I was such a good girl and didn't complain, that that is that Santa had, you know, said, rewarded us, you know what I'm saying? And, and and it meant a lot, you know. And then years later when I realized I was with Santa, you know, I was like, oh, my mom did that. So it wasn't and, and to the children listening, huh? right? And, and, and to all the children listening today who have just had their lives destroyed with the confirmation sorry, that, Denise, well, the alleged <laughs> confirmation that Santa doesn't exist. So sorry to all the children oh. whose Christmas has just been ruined, but <laughs> oh, you know, it's isn't it? Well, no, of course not. But it's all good. It's it's nice to remember. Uh, some of the memories, and I remember being up in the in New York in the beautiful Catskill Mountains with with feet, foot after foot after foot after snow. And remember this, what they call snow days? <laughs> oh yeah, uh-huh. baby, you know snow days, no school. But it wasn't fair how they added those snow days on at the end of the year. Like you really had free oh, day, but you had to pay for it too. But I just remember everybody coming around to the house. Remember our little. Uh, our little stove, what was it, like a furnace that was just kept us all warm. And everybody really did enjoy the holiday together. And there was no arguing. But there was nobody stressed out back then like people are stressed out now. If you remember, you know, back in the 80s and even in the 90s, people were not as stressed out as they are now. It's like people are at their full right now, you know, growing up. I don't remember people as stressy and as – 
as they as people are now. Isn't that something because to really think, think about? Think about it, Christopher. When we were younger, they didn't start filling, you know, put the Christmas trees out and the Christmas candy and the Christmas ornaments, you know, in September. They, you know, they did it after Thanksgiving. You go to the store, and the day after Thanksgiving, they would have Christmas tree stuff for sale, and, you know, they get rid for that holiday. And it, there was a meaning to it. It wasn't commercialized. It, it had a value. It meant, you know, family and sharing and happiness. And, you know, we were in a, a time that it was about humanity and, you know, giving of oneself. It wasn't about what you received, but what you were able to give and, and the whole spirit of it. Now it's like, oh, my gosh, I've got to race to the store because I've got to get that, you know, that toy of the year. I've got to get it first. Yep. And I'll pay $200 yep. for it. I won't. But you know what I mean? And it's become it, – we've lost sight of what the meaning of Christmas really is. It's so true. It's 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 really true because I remember back in the day, you know, we got socks or shoes or, you know, or, or clothing, and we liked it. You know, it was that – if we didn't, we could go without it just on – do you remember that? Uh, and, and, and the fact that, yep. Do you jump at those? Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just now, it's, but, you know, I really, you have to blame some of the companies that do the market because even for, and you know how I am, like, mentioning things, companies on this show. Why should we, if we don't get a commercial out of the deal, you know? Meanwhile, this is exactly. this is on archive forever until dinosaurs come back, and we're promoting them to the end of the time. We don't even get a freebie, a commercial. But, you know, I'm a stickler for that. Um, but it, it is true. All these different companies with the iPhones and the, the iPods and the tablets, you know, they are using their marketing and even using children in the commercials, which I think is just mm-hmm. so wrong. In fact, I have a family member that last year for her seventh, uh, her seventh birthday, she was given a smartphone, which... I have a bit of a problem with that. I, don't, I mean, to, to give a My smartphone to a seven-year-old. I can't say anything. It's just, it's just. I, I guess I don't have a problem. It's, it's just, it's things are so different now, because I wasn't even allowed to get a beeper. Remember in the days there were no phones. We had a beeper uh-huh. when I was uh-huh. like fifteen or sixteen. There were no phones. We couldn't have a phone and stuff. Now it's, it's, it's. Um, but I guess everybody is trying. You know, now it's, it's good to have a point of contact. Uh, but, you know, it's just I always think of child predators and the people that lurk behind their phones that troll after, you know, innocent phone. people and children. That's why we got her her phone because um, we we went to Maryland for a week and she had a visit with her dad, you know, with her, her dad that week. And I wanted to know, if, you know, because we could do the where's my phone and track her. We could track her at all times. And we also have, a, you know, the app where we can control um, it's the family something control where you control everything. But we also knew, you know, we were able to FaceTime with her and, you know, and again, we could track her. And if something happened, she could use that phone and call one of us, you know, if she got separated or, or whatever. And that was my whole reason for getting it. Well, that's okay. That, that that I think is completely acceptable, especially in the world that we live in, that, that we live in now. I think it's just so beneficial to have a contact all the time. Um, when when they're not by our side, so that, that I think it's a good reason. Unfortunately, for that that they got my family member, the seven year old, was a little bit different than that. So, but no, I definitely believe, I definitely feel that you you're correct that that's the right thing to do uh, if it's for that purpose. 
Okay, it's game time, everybody. Yesterday, we had so much fun playing this game with Sherry Dimitrovich from HealingGateway.com. We're going to play it with Jenny Stewart today. <laughs> this is so much fun. All right, so mm. you, I had Jenny pick three people before the show went live today, and she picked Adele, who we all know. Hello from the other side. She can sing, sing, sing. Uh, Nicholas Cage and um, Tim McGraw. So these are, well, moderately relevant people still. And um, this is this is a fantasy game, okay? You think of yourself kind of like in the Jetsons, which shouldn't be too far of a stretch from reality anyway. <laughs> so these people, you got three people, and you can only pick one. You can only pick two, one, zero. Uh, this is a fantasy game, fantasy sci-fi. You're the sci- you have the opportunity to have your own all new people, all new civilization. It, the civilization depends on you. So you have a choice. You can one person has a title, a person has a title. You can choose to kill, to marry, or to shag. So now I that you wish given different choices. So we're gonna have fun with this. So let's let's start out with the most awesomest thing. Who you get to kill. Of course, now this is just sci-fi, this is just fantasy, this is just a game. So are you going to kill off Tim McGraw and leave Faith Hill, a widow, and leave their children behind? Are you going to kill off Adele, who is the best singer in the world just about, and is also a mother? Or are you going to kill off Nicolas Cage, who, well doesn't have a lot of things going for him, so it seems we do have a clear winner, but you have to choose. Who are you oh, going to kill? Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. That was who I was hoping you would choose. Okay, bye-bye, cagey boy. And then we come down to someone that you're going to marry and someone that you're going to shag. Oh, this could be very exciting for your lesbian, loyal lesbian following. Oh, so. Really? You're going to shag Adele or Tim McGraw. Now, if you shag Adele, you might, she might be able to hit her sixth or seventh octave. So she could, might even oh sing better after you're through with her. So think about that. Or do you want to marry Tim McGraw? Oh, gosh. Um, you can uh, shag one uh, and you can marry one, but you can't do both. I'll well, shag Tim McGraw marry, marry Adele. There you go. <laughs> that's my choice. See, that's so perfect. That would be so perfect. I could just see you and Adele showing up in a limo at your catered events. And the, I would just be so, <laughs> so beautiful. So, see, we're playing all sorts of games here on Conversations with Krista, trying to up the ante and have a little fun while we educate the masses. And that's been such a big part of your life, is educating the masses and using your voice to, to carry out that message across many states and many countries. You know, looking back at your body of work, which speaks for itself, really, um, what's the what's the one thing that you're most grateful for in the paranormal community with your work? The one thing that you're most grateful for? Um, that I I'm grateful that I've been given, you know, blessed with uh, you know the the true opportunities to be able to travel and, you know, the people that are in my life, you know, I, I have some very, you know, wonderful people that, um, are not only colleagues, but, you know, they're very, very close friends of mine. And I just feel like I'm, I'm wonderfully blessed that way. 
And, of course, this is the holidays, so, of course, we're always feeling a little bit more sometimes emotional, sometimes more sensitive uh, this time of the year, of course, getting ready for a new year. And for some people, that can be a very difficult chore, especially those that have struggled all this year. The the, the philosophy of a new year is very frightening for some people. What is your mission statement for your for the Paranormal Research and Resource Society going into a new year? What do you hope to accomplish and bring to the field in 2018? Because you've got a lot of things going on. Well, I think for us, uh, for the River team as a whole, um, it's, you know, to uh, – you know, help educate more. Uh, you know, we've got a project coming up that we're we're actually collaborating with other paranormal investigators. It's not just PRRS, but other paranormal teams um, to help educate. Um, you know, on a platform that you know people come together and learn and and actually uh, you know grow together. And I think that getting that off the ground and, and moving forward with that next year is going to kind of be the highlight for me because. That's something I've been honestly passionate about, and that's sharing, you know, what we've learned along the way. And and that's something you're so good at doing is because you always put yourself last. I don't know that that's a good thing, but you always do for the most part to to help other people. And that, of course, has come with its own price over the years, hasn't it? It really has for you. You've given back so much, and it's not for free. It's, It's not like it doesn't come at a personal price, being as accessible and as open uh, as you are. One of the best things I love about Stu, about Jenny Stewart is because, um, and those of you that don't know, if you're new to our love train, I call her Stu as a form of endearment. And we've been calling each other nicknames for pretty, pretty much since the very beginning. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> when, it, when it comes down, right, exactly that. And, um, you know, one of the things that is, that I really worship and idolize in you is you're not afraid to speak up and other people are scared to speak up. They might think, oh, we might lose a follower, oh, heaven forbid, if we say something that's the truth. You know, and you're right out there telling the truth, keeping everybody honest. And, of course, that comes with a price as well. And and people have, some people have alienated you very unfairly and cruelly for speaking up when it was necessary and nobody else did. That's still a big passion of yours, isn't it? Keeping everybody up, keeping everybody honest. Yeah, but I think I think in the beginning, um, you know, as I've matured and and I've learned, I've I actually learned how to be able to have a voice, but do it in a way that it doesn't kind of tick everybody off or you know make other people feel uncomfortable. And and you know that was one of the things that when I woke up and realized that you know I did come very close to dying, I did die was that, A, I was not, you know, I was going to tell people no. I needed to tell people no. And that, right. you know, I'm one person. And also that I would, I would live my life as true to myself as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And, that and you be, have done you know, like such a good job at that. Yeah, and you've done such a good job at that and, and, and trying to, to continue the mission, continue your life. But, you know, from a little bit differently and not sweating the small stuff. So, I mean, it's, 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 so if you can do it, anybody can, you know, because I know That's that right. you're so passionate about so many different things. And, you know, it, it's such a, we're in our final moments of our very special Christmas reunion. We, this is the second time this year we've done a show together. So it's been a very long time and we've been looking forward to this for, 
for months. We start, we scheduled this a few months ago, and here it is, and it's almost over. Uh, we're going to get together in the new year for some more shows. Um, I couldn't think yep. of uh, scheduling a year of shows, not, include, not including at least a few with you, because we always have so much good time together, and all of our listeners still come back. You know, even when we don't shows that often, our hardcore fan base, the people that really have listened to us since the beginning, PRRS Radio, they're they're back. You know, they wait for us, and they come back in big numbers. So I'm, we're very, very grateful to all of you. We know there's a lot of people to listen to, and we're very honored that you pick us during this time to, to, to spend some of your holiday and and in regular time with. Thank you for being here, Stewie. As always, it's such a gift and pleasure and thrill. Oh, anytime. You know, I love you, PB, and, and I hope that everybody listening has a very, very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a great new year. And I'm sure me and you will be back together, you know, very soon after the new year. We certainly will. And I love you too, Stewie. Thank you for always being here, for always always having my back. Really, really wonderful, beautiful friends on air and off the air. So thank you, everyone, to, for listening today. And you can listen to uh, Jenny on Paranormal Radio. Uh, you can go online and look for Paranormal Radio. It's my favorite paranormal radio station. I think one of the only ones that's, that exists where you can listen anytime you want, pretty much. Okay. Please join me on Christmas, December 25th, on Monday, December 25th. I'm going to do a Facebook Live for about an hour, half hour, an hour, uh, because some of you said that you have nowhere to go on Christmas. Well, you've got a computer. Now you've got somewhere to go because I'm going live on camera on Christmas morning, Christmas Day, uh, so we can spend some time together talking about a holidays in heaven and also to keep positive and, and not struggle so hard during this time of year. So it's going to be a time be on the Facebook page uh, at that time on December 25th. PRRsociety.org online for all your paranormal needs, and you can check Jenny Stewart out on Facebook. Check me out online at reburn.org. Until next time, Merry Christmas, everybody.